And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. of the Wrestlemania Opus. Pass. Oh, you can't pass. This is happening whether or not you like it or or not. Whether. I definitely don't like it. It's a great song. How am I going to Edit this in. Hulk Hogan and Andre, Bret Hart and HBK, David San Martino and his daddy Bruno, Classy Freddy Blassie, Mr. T and Roddy, Elizabeth and Randy Savage, Jacques and Ray Rougeau. Yeah, it's gonna be like that. How long does this go on King for? King Bundy, Adam Bomb, Ricky Steamboat, Luna Vashon, Wendy Richter, Cindy Lauper, Mula, and Leilani Kai, Executioner Kirchner, and then Uncle Elmer, George Steele, Greg the Hammer, Iron Cheek, and Superfly. First 11 years of WrestleMania. Vince McMahon's creation spread across the nation. First 11 years of WrestleMania. They are hard to watch now, but back then, oh wow. Nikolai Volkov, his partner Boris Zukov, Hillbilly Jim Hercules, Superstar Billy Graham, George Wells, Rick Martell, all those guys from the NFL, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and the Million Dollar Man. Jim Powers, Little Beaver, Ultimate Warrior, Coco Beware, Tito, Rotundo, and Morocco, Harley Race, The Anvil, Butch Reed, Virgil, Koji Katao, Bad News Brown, Don't Forget, Don't The Clown. 11 years of WrestleMania. Like All of these gravies spread across the 80s. First That's 11 great. years of WrestleMania. They all had muscles, even if talent's a struggle. Mr. Perfect, Bam Bam, Ron Bass, Big Boss Man, Jimmy Hart, the Mountie, and the brothers Beverly, Dino Bravo, Frenchie Martin, Rugged Ronnie Garvin, Marty Jannetty, L.O.D., the boys who were nasty. Drum solo. Sika Tama Afa, and then Yokozuna, Owen Hart, Little Tokyo, the Texas Tornado, Dynamite and JYD, Sid Haiti, Kid Dance by the Honky Tonk, and Did You Know, Smash and Repos, Barry Darso. First 11 years of WrestleMania. By 1990, the shows were better slightly. First 11 years of WrestleMania. Though the thought of Vegas still haunts and plagues us. Johnny V, Adonis, Barry Windham, Tony Atlas, Big John Stud, Brain Busters, SD Jones, Blue Brothers, Velvet McIntyre, Alundra Blaze Sapphire, British Bulldog Skinner, Reverend Slickhead Shrinkers, Haku, Captain Lou, Peggy Sue, and Teneru, Mr. Fuji's Powers of Pain, don't forget Bobby the Brain. Just 11 years of WrestleMania. Now, I'd like to point out. Ten's the best of the bunch. I'm sure you had a First 11 years of WrestleMania. Ladder match was awesome. Owen started to blossom. 
Jeff Jarrett, Red Rooster, Jim Cornette, Sergeant Slaughter, Brutus Barber, Beefcake, Jake I refuse Snake to be part of this. Killer Bees, Ric Flair, Uncle Zeb, and no, Pierre, Little this is Rose good. the Genius, Axe What's Crush, that? Orient Express, Paul Bear, Matt Bourne, Alice Cooper, Ozzy Osbourne, Patera, Roma, Ted, RCD, Tatanka, Pam Anderson, Sherry, Jenny McCarthy, there are still more stars to go. One more verse, Johnny Polo. First 11 years of WrestleMania. 11 was in my backyard, yet watching it was so hard. First 11 years of WrestleMania. LT and the had to make it long. Then what a question decent. Sam Houston, Bob or in Brooklyn Brawler, MOM, One Man Gang was Akeem, Dusty's the American Dream, Mr. Wonderful, Rick Rude, the Roadie, Comma Typhoon, Tom Zank, Diesel Dink, Oliver Humperdink, Smoking Guns, Adnan, IRS and Whipple Man, Razor Duva Luger, Joe Frazier, Bushwhackers, Pedro Backlund, Danny Davis, Steiners, Giant Gonzalez, Who'd He Fight at Mania 9, Undertaker, and the line. 11 years of Wrestlemania 22 more to go Am I done? Oh heck no First 11 years of Wrestlemania More wrestlers performed I will still go on And 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 on First 11 years of Wrestlemania Somebody Time stop to him. end the singing For some DDT wrestling First 11 years of Wrestlemania I hope you did some dance and take it away, Doc Manson. That was Nerd something. DC. DC. I'm out of here. Thank, thank, thank God. Thank God. And with that amazing opening, welcome to DDT Wrestling. My name is DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. Joined as always by Doc Manson at Doc Manson. Doc, I don't have your graphic skills. I don't have your sweet science skills. What I have is the energy to literally take every performer from the first 11 WrestleManias and sort them in order of uh, the, the, the sound that their name makes at the end. The rhyme, if you will. That's, um, that's some sort of talent you got there, DC. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know, actually, that it's fairly impressive um, to put that to that um, particular song. Um, all those names. So that was literally every performer at the first 11 WrestleManias. Uh, I believe so. Not like, you know, I, I lumped all of the football players who there was WrestleMania two. There was a battle Royal that featured a whole bunch of football players. I didn't list all of them. Um, but wait, so when you say performers, do you mean only wrestlers? Cause what about like Liberace and I didn't Cindy include, Lopper? I, include Were they in there? I included wrestlers and managers. So, like, Ozzy okay. Osbourne was part of one. Um, Jenny McCarthy and Pam Anderson were part of WrestleMania 11, I think. They so wrestled I, or were managed? They, like, accompanied Shawn Michaels and Diesel to the ring for their match. Okay. Sure. So, yeah. But I didn't include – because if I did that, if I included Liberace and Muhammad Ali and Alex Trebek, and it would have been – Jonathan Taylor Thomas. It would have been an extra verse or two. Or three. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Wow. All right. So, okay. It begs the question, DC, and I guess you can feel free to pass and remain mysterious, uh, but clearly from this song, uh, you've only covered the first 11 years of WrestleMania. Yeah. So what about the other 22? Well, there are two more uh, additions. 
I can't tell you about the third one because I have neither picked the song nor started working on it yet. And I'd tell you about the second one, the middle years. But if I did, it might be the end of the world as we know it. And I would not feel fine about that. I don't know if that was like the worst subtly veiled like attempt in the history of the world or if you're just trying to throw us off your scent. No. No, that's what I'm doing. And I decided which <laughs> I'm doing REM. Oh, okay. Not literally, that'd be weird. But I'm I'm, yeah. I'm covering them. Uh and I've decided in this one, I think I've gotten a couple of of pieces in. I'm actually going to go in order. Because that one was just arranged by who I could lump together in terms of sound. This one, I'm literally going to take you through, hopefully, Mm. I think. All right. We'll see. Okay, so are you going to send me the audio of that to actually splice in? It's in Audacity right now. So if I... Oh, okay. So that played from Audacity. So what my plan is, is I will make sure to mute my... Well, I can't do that. Because if I mute me... if Because I, I was going to mute the recording, but then I mute myself. I think it'll be fine. Wait, which? <laughs> you should send me the MP3 also okay. of just the song. All right. I can just do that. to be safe. I think I might have no. I can link it to you. I can even do that right now. But yeah, either way. So I think we should totally put that up as a separate release uh, on our feed. I know we've got a few people who go back to old episodes to sort of ferret out some of the older nerd DC stylings, if you will. Maybe it would be more convenient if we called them right out. I, I'm all for that. Nerd DC singles or what have you. We can certainly do that. It's perfectly fine. So, uh, so Doc, how you? Yes, DC. How you doing? Oh, you know, good. It was you know close to sixty degrees yesterday. Tomorrow we're supposed to have snow. So you know, welcome to New England. Yep, par for the course, I suppose. Um, how was Fastlane? What'd you think? That was a show. You had a crew. Yeah, the usual crew. How, we have a crew. How's, oh, crew. congratulations. I'd like to point out, congratulations to friend of the show, The Arcissist. Uh, oh, yeah. Who his, you know, his girlfriend, uh, Rachel at Rachel Noel, um, tweeted it. So I think we can we can talk about it. Uh, I believe he is now a full-time ESM, ESPN employee. So good for you, Arcissist. Good for you. It's the closest thing we know to a celebrity. That's true. Maybe he can hook us up. Yeah. Get us involved with some great interviews. And all that hookup that we want. Big Arcissist Pump is our hookup. We will holler if we hear him. <laughs> holla holla. Um, so, um, yeah, Fastlane was okay. Uh, it was good times with good friends, but... I don't know. I can't really think of anything on that show that particularly stands out to me. I thought it was fine. Uh, Neville versus Jack Gallagher was good. Sami Zayn versus Samoa Joe was good. Um, 
I'm not wild about Goldberg being the universal champion, but at the same time, okay, if that's the direction they want to go, that's fine. I don't hate it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Yeah, uh, my only real problem is, I think this happened last year going into WrestleMania as well. They just keep telling us the stories that we know that they are telling us months in advance. And they take their sweet time sort of getting there without ever really introducing any wrinkles. And that just kind of... I don't know. Are you, are you talking I feel specifically like they used about, to be more creative. Are you talking specifically about Raw or about WWE in general? I'm definitely speaking about both shows at this point. Um, on Raw, I think it's best exemplified, perhaps, by Kevin Owens and Goldberg. And, you know, there were certainly lots of different ways that match could have gone. But it went the way that I think most people obviously thought it was going to go. It's the story that they've been telling for some time. Um, and, you know, even Kevin Owens and his WrestleMania plans now um, have been obvious for half a year mm -hmm. now. And, I mean, on the SmackDown side of things, not that I want to get into that too much right away, but Randy Orton is now going to WrestleMania to face Bray Wyatt. After all of that ridiculous dancing around, the guy who won the Royal Rumble is, in fact, going to face the champion, Bray Wyatt. I, I don't know, man. Like, we knew that Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt was going to implode since the moment they went together. But isn't that how we felt about Owens and Jericho, too? I guess so. As soon as they... But once again... I just kind of feel like that's the rub. That's the point. No, I agree. It, I what, agree. In what situation are they giving us something that we didn't expect? I mean, it even looks like maybe AJ and Shane is actually going to happen at this mm -hmm. point. I know. Uh, pardon me. I'm eating my frozen grapes, which are quite delicious. Um, but uh, I know a couple of weeks ago we talked about whether or not the leaked, all of these leaked rumors was intentional. And I have to believe at this point it was because they're going. I don't, I don't think that's even, I think that's irrelevant. Yeah. I don't think there's any leaked rumors here. Um, for the most part, these are stories that have actually been on television for the last three months or more. No, but I'm saying that beforehand, you know, a while ago we heard, Bray Wyatt was going to wrestle Randy Orton. Bray Wyatt was going to win the title of the Elimination Chamber. AJ was going to be facing Shane. And, yeah, you could kind of put that together uh, back back then, but it wasn't incredibly obvious. It seemed like a stretch that Bray Wyatt was going to be world champion, and yet here we are. It was a stretch to believe that AJ Styles would be, and I'm using the angry wrestling fan term, demoted, to be wrestling Shane McMahon at WrestleMania, and yet here we are. So I do agree that, you know, I would have liked a little bit of surprise. Having said that, the show does not look bad. I am not 
not looking forward to it. I'm, you know, I no, I I think it's going to be a good show, but I'm not sure there's anything that I'm really excited about. Okay, I mean, I don't, I don't want to see Roman Reigns versus the Undertaker because you don't like Roman Reigns. Yes, because you don't need to see the Undertaker again. Yes. I don't need to see Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Because you don't like Bray Wyatt? He's okay, but he's not been doing much of the championship. And you don't like Randy Orton? Not at all. So is so is this more of a reflection on the fact that you're, again, you're not wild about who is in the main event scene? You know, who who would who would you like if if this was Kevin Owens versus Samoa Joe for the Universal title? Would that have more of an appeal to you? If yes. This, you know, if this was a healthy. Well, you don't like Seth Rollins nope. and you don't like Finn Balor. Nope. So Rusev uh, versus Chris Jericho for the U.S. title. No, thank you. Titus O'Neil. Nope. I have a sneaking suspicion we're heading towards a show where I just read off the roster and we try to figure out what percentage of them you actually like. I mean, it's not just about like, but I mean, do you need 12-time world champion Randy Orton in the main event at WrestleMania? Like, I don't know, man. Like, I just no, feel like I the guess steam ran out of that be... train years ago. I... I think I have enjoyed what Randy has done uh, lately. This work with Bray Wyatt is different, and I do appreciate that. How is it different? Randy Orton always turns on everyone. I'm, he spent far longer than I think any of us expected. I'll give you that. Being Being the servant kind of role. And yes, he turned on him, but Randy Orton, and we've probably talked about this in the same way that we used to talk about it with Alberto Del Rio, he's the kind of talent, I find, where when he cares about what he's doing, he's captivating, he's charismatic, his ring work, his match with Styles, the whole thing where he went for the phenomenal forearm and Randy went for the RKO and AJ just dropped back down. Now, again, that was mostly AJ being able to pull that off, but regardless, it was still highly impressed that match was very good now don't get me wrong i'm not like i'm not one of those people who's saying i'm upset that aj styles is being demoted i think aj styles shane will be a fine match would i have preferred to see aj versus bray wyatt for that title yes i'm not gonna lie but i mean i do think we're getting a good match out of that it's just unfortunate that the other match is one that i don't really care about i mean this whole few this whole storyline with Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, began with a series of matches between the two of them. I just feel like I've seen it, and recently. I am excited because I want to see what Bray... This is a an interesting moment for the character of Bray Wyatt. He has always been the one with the plan. He has always... We don't often see him out of control in the way he was begging Randy not to burn the shack down. 
So I will be interested to see what happens here. Does he stay off television until closer to WrestleMania? Because he was did, not on SmackDown. That's what I'm about to ask you. I don't remember no, seeing him. We did not see him at all. It was it was centered around the Miz being awesome and Randy versus AJ. So does this, you know, do we see Bray Wyatt a different side of him? Is he broken? Not Matt Hardy. Is he broken, going but to be he, darker? Is he more going, serious? Is he going to, more is vicious? He going, who cares? I do. Kofi Kingston That's... has done that exact same storyline 18 times in his career. Oh, he's got a real vicious edge to him before. We've never seen this Kofi Kingston. I don't believe anyone has burned down Kofi Kingston's Jamaican hat. I don't. So I would take issue with that. Yes, with that part. But I don't think it's going to be in the ring. I think it's just maybe he stops talking. Maybe oh, he's stuck in hope. Maybe he stops speaking in parables and is just like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to destroy you. And he doesn't speak in, you know. No, he's going to come out and say, you, Randy, you are the one who thinks that by burning down my house, that my house was burned down by you. But in fact, the house that you burned did not burn to the ground, but rather the ground burned around the house. And the house that you burned, Randy, still stands in the burnt and the embers of my mind and the ground that rises up around it. But the ravens and the crows shall tell you, Randy, that I am here to eat your worlds and destroy you. Burn the house, Randy. Burn it. That's exactly the promo we're going to get. Basically. I would like um, an entire episode devoted to Doc Manson speaking in Bray Wyatt parables because that was fantastic. Come on. (laughs) Now, I, 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 I will give it to you. I will give it to you. You're right. This is an inflection point for Bray Wyatt. And I I am also interested to see where it goes. But this is just me being the nope of negativity over here. I just, I feel like I'm constantly disappointed. Like, it's just what I was just talking about with all these matches and where we're going with WrestleMania. There was a bunch of different points where they could have surprised us. They could have done something different. They could have bucked the trend and just thrown a little wrinkle in there and given us something same thing here. I'm just, I guess I'm just jaded, and I don't, I don't think they're gonna give us any of that. I am. A I little, hope I'm wrong. While while I am optimistic, and I hope I'm right, I am also terrified that this is ex- this happens exactly as you said, where maybe not as eloquently as you put it, but Bray Wyatt comes out and he is exactly the same this is the problem this is why the undertaker was so good because these moments changed him when he got put in the casket at royal rumble 94 and ascended into the heavens and leslie nielsen got involved he came back totally different look a little bit of a different attitude totally different thing i want a completely different bray wyatt i don't want him to come out the hawaiian shirt's been gone for a long time but i want him to come back looking like a man who has just spent the last four weeks. If we don't see him till Mania, and that's the rumor I'm hearing, is he's literally going to be off TV until Mania. I want him looking like a guy who has just spent the last four weeks sitting in the ashes of a burned-down house. you know. And then I want him to act like he's 
even more broken than usual and not in the same kind of Southern Baptist gentleman sort of way, but you know, I need something different from Bray Wyatt. Otherwise this is a lot of the problems we've had with the characters in WWE. Roman Reigns is exactly the same. I just watched something from the shield 2013. He literally looks the only slight difference is a bit of color in the outfit. Otherwise it could have been the same exact picture. So I'm hopeful, but I'm a little nervous at the same time. So is anyone here going to continue to make the argument that Roman Reigns is a face? Not after what happened to end raw. I don't think so. Like I think, um, you know, the only way he could potentially be is if he has a hard fought loss to Taker and Taker gives him like a fist bump of respect as supposedly, you know, some sort of symbolic torch passing sort of thing. No, I don't think we can. Yeah. Because, and I enjoyed all of Raw. I was impressed at how Raw was really good after a pay-per-view that wasn't as good. I still enjoyed it, but it wasn't near, I thought Raw was the far better show than Fastlane was. Okay. So, um, and yeah, I thought it was, you know, I thought that was a cool moment, but no, I don't think we can say that Roman Reigns is... I mean, in terms of Fastlane, though, I will say I felt like that show really ran out of steam partway through Charlotte versus Bailey. I know they were maybe trying to fill... And even before them, actually, they were, like, filling time. That entire thing that happened with Rusev and Jinder Mahal and Big Show, like, whatever that unannounced series yep. of matches were... Like, that was very confusing um, to everybody who was in attendance here. And then Charlotte and Bailey, again, I don't know if they were just trying to fill time because they knew the main event was going to be short, but that match just seemed overlong. The match placement of that show was confusing. To go from, you open with Zayn versus Joe. Great choice. But then you go to... Whatever it was, Sasha versus... There were like two or three matches that led up to the Rusev, Jinder Mahal, whatever that was. And it was just like, this is a boring hour of television. Yeah. Like, the only person you put out there who was potentially interesting is Enzo Amore, and a whole lot of people are souring on him, which, be, you know, that's not even the point. It's It was just, you put like two or three weak matches in a row... And then by the time Charlotte and Bailey got, you know, you got to them, it was like, this is too little too late. You're trying to have these women try to get these people to buy in again. And by that point, most people were fully checked out. So that part was a little confusing to me. Um, my worry is if you threw that, you know, I think they did throw the Rusev Jinder Mahal thing in there because the main event was going to go short. But shouldn't they have known that? ahead of time. Yeah. Are they, it feels like they just don't, they, they keep expecting Goldberg to come in and be like, all right, I'm ready. I can give you 15 solid minutes. And every time he comes out, is he telling him like at the last minute? No, I can only do like five. I sincerely doubt that. I think they are. I think these matches are 100% creatives idea. I don't think they're just covering for an out of shape Goldberg. I, I think this is intentional. Um, so what do you think we're hype. gonna? 
But what are we going to see? Because right now, unless something changes, the smart money is on Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar to close the show, unless they decide to go with Undertaker Roman Reigns. Goldberg versus Lesnar is going to end WrestleMania. Are they going to book another less than five minute match as your final match of the evening for the biggest show of the year? I don't know, man. Part of me thinks that Lesnar is going to finally dominate, get his comeuppance there. But at the same time, I could really see them just doing exactly what you said. I think Lesnar wins in less than five minutes right now. If I had to go solely on what I've seen, I think Lesnar wins in less than five minutes due to some sort of Heyman distraction, because that seems to be it. They found the chink in the armor, and the chink in the armor is that Goldberg gets distracted, you know, because that was how Lesnar was able to F5 him, is Heyman called Goldberg a name, and as Hulk Goldberg turned around, Lesnar attacked. So I don't know. It doesn't seem it doesn't seem right, but at We've the same seen time, Goldberg and Lesnar have a fifteen minute match at WrestleMania before. Yeah, I don't think we need to see that again. No, but it's just I'm, and again, if that's the way they want to do it, fine. If they really want to do it that way, where it's Lesnar wins in five minutes, fine. But that can't end your night. You can't send fans home with that. You can. Well, you shouldn't. <laughs> you know, if you're going to if you're going to end with uh Bray versus Randy fine, if you're going to end with Undertaker Reigns fine, ending with that would be a little weird to me. But I don't know. I, again, who knows. Um I don't think there was anything else major. Charlotte's pay-per-view streak is over. That was an odd choice. Very odd choice to end it at Fastlane. The, the pay-per-view before WrestleMania. Um, I think that would have added a lot of intrigue to whatever match they're setting up for WrestleMania if she continued to have that um, that streak going. Yeah. So, so now, very so, odd timing on that as well. So right now it's booked as Sasha, Bailey, Charlotte for Raw. You assume Nia Jax will get involved in some form or fashion. 100%. And then SmackDown, interestingly enough, it's Alexa versus the world. Is that what I got out of this? It's going to be some multi-woman match. I I do think that's going to be your ladder match. I think that's going to wind up being the ladder match of WrestleMania, is they're going to give it to the SmackDown women. Because the Cruiserweights, it's not going to be the Intercontinental title anymore, because it's Ambrose versus Corbin. It's not going to be the U.S. title. It's not going to be the Cruiserweight title. It's... The, you know, and maybe they don't have it at all. Yeah. But if it's gonna if it's gonna happen, it's gonna be Alexa, Mickey, Becky, Carl, Natalia, and probably some return Victoria or whomever. Whomever. Tam- it'll be Tamina. Yeah. Yeah, Tamina. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'd be looking forward to that. Why match not? Very much. Um, I don't know. I just not a fan of the potential of a women's ladder match. Is the ladder match bad for women? No, it's not. I don't think so. I don't think it's any of that. I just there's something about that particular makeup of women that I just don't think is extremely 
exciting. Like, I think I'd be more excited if you told me it was just Alexa versus yeah, Becky versus Mickey. But that Mickey. doesn't seem to be what it is. Like, Natalia like, showed up and Carmella showed up, I think. Oh, I know, I know. And it's not. And he, they said every able-bodied woman would be in that match. So... Eva Marie. I get it. Eva but Marie. I just sort of... Eva Marie. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I just... I think there's too much in that match and too many of those performers... I worry won't be able to perform at the same level as the better people performing in that match, I guess. I'm worried the highs will be higher and that will really, really show the lows. Well, if I I was booking that match, it would be a lot of people, you know, people get thrown to the outside and it's Alexa versus Becky for three or four minutes. And then... And actually... I'm not so sure that it will be a ladder match. You remember last year? Wasn't there like a 12-woman tag match or something? Yeah. On the pre-show? They're going to have to figure out something. I don't know. I keep trying to figure out what the likely number of matches on the main show will be. I tweeted it out. Most people were like between 9 and 11. They're, you know, I think we're going to see the tag team titles on the pre-show rather than the women's titles. I think tag team titles, especially the SmackDown ones, because I don't even know what that... Was American Alpha on SmackDown? No. Are they still Were the they? tag team champions? I would assume I think so. so. Like, I don't... They might not even defend that title on at WrestleMania. I imagine it's going to be the club versus Enzo and Cass versus Cesaro, but that's a pre-show Do you remember back match. when the brand split was first coming back, and I was somewhat concerned... Because of all of the moving parts that that entails. Yeah. I'm starting to feel like... You were right. Maybe that's coming to bear. I think so. I, you know, I I just think they can't do it, you know, there's always going to be something missing. You know what I mean? They can't, you can't, surprisingly, with five hours of TV every week, you can't put the focus on everyone that either needs it or deserves it. But now I'm just curious. All right, so Brock versus Berg. Brockberg. Brockberg. Uh Owens Jericho. Now, is it do you think it's going to be Taker versus Reigns or Taker versus Strowman versus Reigns? What if it's Taker versus Reigns versus Strowman? Well, I'm that could that's probably more likely, but do you think that's more possible, or do you think it's going to be a singles match? I don't know. Okay. I would I would say that the triple threat looks more likely, but they've got a lot of multi-person matches already on this show. They do. Cause Plus, I- someone has to be in the Andre the Giant Battle Memorial Battle Royal Royal Rumble Memorial match. Rusev and Jinder. All day. All day. And Titus. And Darren Young. No, he's injured. He's out. Oh. Oh. That's too bad. Because already I'm at, all right, Brock Brockberg, Owens Jericho, Taker Reigns, Bray versus Randy, AJ versus Shane, Cena and Nikki versus Miz and Maurice, the Raw women's match, the SmackDown women's match, the Cruiserweight title match, the Raw tag team title match. That's two, four, six, eight. That's ten. And I could be missing one. It, it, SmackDown tag match? 
I would you would presume there's going to be one, and this doesn't. Did even, you say the cruiserweight match? I did. Neville versus Austin okay. Aries, and that doesn't even count whether or not we get Big Show versus Shaq. Did you count the Andre the Giant Battle Memorial Royal Boyle Boyle Royal? No, but that's been a pre-show staple pretty much since, like last year, it was on the pre-show. I think that's a guaranteed pre-show match. But okay, all right. But if even if you count that, that's two. Four, six, eight, ten. That's twelve. So I guess what about I guess you could Seth do it. Rollins. Did you say that? Oh well, yeah. You got the Rollins Triple H. I'm assuming it's going to be a confrontation. And the more and more I think about it, the more I want Finn Balor to wind up joining whatever stable is happening with Owens and Samoa Joe. I want Balor to turn heel, because um, I'm not counting Samoa Joe, who I guess you put in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, unless he's just going to be there with Triple H Trips. and not wrestle, I guess. But that's 12 or 13 matches or segments, not to mention the Hall of Fame spot that they always do, not to mention any returning legends, not to mention The Rock with a flamethrower. So I know this show is going to be 12 hours long, but... We're running out of space. I'd rather they did WrestleMania night one and WrestleMania night two at this point. I do wonder if that's going to be what happens. If And I don't know if it would be a Raw WrestleMania and a SmackDown WrestleMania, but you sell twice as many tickets. Or at least you can charge more. And now it's, now it's Hall of Fame, NXT, Mania, Mania. Now it's a four-night event. And it's plus Raw, plus Raw the night after, plus SmackDown the night after that. Now we're talking; it's literally a week because you throw whatever that access is the night before. Now it's literally a week of wrestling events. People are going to spend fifty thousand dollars <laughs> yeah, to go to all of these things. Um, I agree. I do agree with you. I think that would be a better use of time. And you would be able to tell better stories, perhaps. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I wish I was more excited for WrestleMania this year. I don't think it's a bad show. I no. think it's shaping up to be pretty good. I like a lot of what's going on, uh, but I just wish I was more excited. On paper, Owens versus Jericho has my interest. Uh, Undertaker versus Reigns has my interest just so we to see what the crowd does. Uh, Bray versus Randy should be good. AJ versus Shane should be good. Uh, John Cena versus The Miz might be the best told story of this entire thing. Probably. With um, The Miz just... I'm not sure I'm interested in half of that match. With The Miz yeah. just firing darts of truth. Truthiness. Mm. Uh, like, I'm fine with Nikki Bella these days, but I'm not convinced Maurice can throw down. I Maurice can't throw down, despite the fact that she might have won a Divas title at one point. She's not a wrestler. Yeah. She's not a wrestler. Yeah. That concerns me. I, I think that's fair. I think we will see Cena and Miz do the lion's share of that. I think so, you too. You know, Maurice will get... I mean, I also think Nikki is trying to take it a little easier. I've heard that there you know, are some complications with her injury that mm -hmm. they're trying to... Yeah. So, you know, and, I mean, and that makes I, sense. I do think that ends with Cena proposing in the middle of the ring. Mm, well, add that segment to your list. Just saying. Just saying. Um, 
Do you think that they'll also have the signing of the prenup in the ring, or did he really make her sign a contract? Is that a thing? Oh yeah. Was just... It was like a whole episode of Total Divas. It might have just been for the show, but it was like this big, huge, long contract that she had to sign to move in with him. No, I'm pretty sure it's real. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm, I'm sure it is. As I told you, his character on that show for like the first season and probably continuing throughout, I just haven't seen any more of it. He is a sociopath on that show. <laughs> I'm serious. I know, Watch it but sometime. it's just... You say words funny. Yeah. Oh, oh, John Cena. I was watching, I'm, I found this website that gives you random WWE Network matches, so I've been watching whatever event it sends me to. I watched No Mercy 2003, which not only does it have Vince McMahon versus Stephanie McMahon, which was wicked awkward, but it has John Cena versus Great. Kurt Angle. And to watch Mr. Make-A-Wish, Mr. PG era, um, just basically talking all sorts of trash about the size of Kurt Angle's Olympic medals, air quotes. Um, it was, it was wicked awkward. He was, he was not PG when he first started. That would make sense given that it wasn't a PG show back then. I, you know, I just assumed that like after, you know, 2000, 2001 or so, it just became a PG show. And nope, it really wasn't. It nope. really it took wasn't. a long time. Sable and Vince McMahon are making out in front of right now a member of a member of the presidential cabinet. Yeah, who's laying over her fallen daughter who had just been choked out with a lead pipe. Real, real classy, real classy stuff. I have to watch that one. It had you know it was Brock versus Undertaker in a biker chain match and oh boy yeah yeah oh yeah. Biker chain match. Um, who would win in a fight, Zach Gowan or James Ellsworth? Ellsworth. I guess he definitely has a leg up on the competition. <laughs> hey yo! Oh. Not going to dignify that one with a response. Uh, so uh, what else? You can send all of your hate <laughs> mail to at DC Matthews NAI on the Twitter. I'm the one with the blue logo. I Those are excellent logos, by the way. Between yours and mine and the one for, uh, what's his name, GQ, the, those were... What's his name? I got confused. At GQ on draft... At GQ on drafts. I almost used his full name, and that would be inappropriate. So yes, it would. I had to remind myself of what his what his street name is. Uh, I'm surprised Mrs. Manson hasn't asked you to take a picture of Oscar Yes and make you know try to take that and do <laughs> some sort of Photoshop wizardry for it for her profile picture. Maybe some. Maybe some. Maybe some. All right, so. WrestleMania is is looking like something. We have more questions than I suppose we have answers. Um, that's really all the major news in WWE because we're on the road to WrestleMania. You know, Raw was decent. Uh, SmackDown was decent. Lucha Underground will be here next week, I believe. Next Wednesday, the 15th, the Ides of March. Yeah. Yeah, on Netflix, right? Yeah, seasons one and two. 
I'm still looking forward to maybe seeing some of season three someday. The rest of it, I mean. Well, summer. Didn't they say May? A couple months away. Who knows? I don't know. Um, do you make anything out of the comments Daniel Bryan made on Talking Smack about how he'll be wrestling in a year and a half or so? Um, Are you familiar? I his contract's up in about 18 months. Well, that's so. that's it. So Miz was talking about how he's choosing not to wrestle or that he's not wrestling anymore. And Daniel Bryan said something like, ask me again in a year and a half and we'll see what I say then. Um, do you have any desire to watch Daniel Bryan wrestle again? I don't know. Sure. If he showed up for season four or season five of Lucha Underground, would you be excited? I he's guess. He's revealed to be Drago. They take the mask off, and it's nice. the American dragon. You know, I mean, do I think it's a smart decision on his behalf? Probably not. But at the same time, I don't know the full story. You know, if it's really his passion, and he says to himself, well, I'd rather die doing it than not do it. I don't know. Like, I don't think that's a decision I would make. But he's not you. You gotta admire the man's conviction. I, suppose, I guess. I suppose that's true. If it, you know, if it's really what he loves, I think he's doing a fine job as GM. I think. I, I do think it's strange to choose dying in the ring instead of living to a nice old age with your health, with your wife and child. I mean, I think that's a very odd decision to be. I making, have. I have to wonder but... if. It's probably well, just and, talk. You know, they they always say that fatherhood changes you, and I wonder if he's going to, if he is talking, knowing in the back of his mind, I'll have a kid, and then I'll say, well, my priorities had to change, and now I'm happy continuing to be WWE's ambassador for whatever. Um, but, you know, to go from what he's doing now to... You know, unless he's going to wrestle in a couple of like six man tags and it's going to be very protected and he'll just come in and get the huge pop, hit a couple of kicks and then leave again. You know, like I guess there's an option for that where he could, you know, get in the ring one more time, but only be actually wrestling for like three and a half minutes. You know, it's not like he's going to break out cattle mutilation, which requires a neck bridge. It's not like he's going to be taking huge bumps. So. Or at least that's what I would presume. I could be wrong. Maybe his desire is so great that he will take some risks. But And at that point, if he's not taking any risks... Why do it at all? I mean, are you ex- at that point, do you want to see him wrestle? Like, is it going to be entertaining? People will want to see him in ring gear. People will want to see... Yeah, people will. Me- but, me, me personally, no. Yeah. But, you know, I loved the American Dragon when I was watching old Ring of Honor DVDs. I missed a whole lot, if not the entirety, of the Daniel Bryan era. And by that point, his style was different already. He was no longer, like, super technical wizard. He was, a, a, you know, he was essentially Hideo Itami with a couple more submission holds. Uh did you see Team Hell No? Parts of it. But that was during my lost year, mm. so I was not regularly watching Team Hell No. Are you a Team Hell No fan? Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's my favorite, Daniel Bryan. 
Yeah. I my favorite Daniel Bryan is him wrestling Christopher Daniels in low key back in like two thousand three. Never saw it. It's good. Him as the abusive boyfriend was probably the worst though. Abusive towards who? AJ, AJ Lee. Lee. Yeah. No idea. That entire gimmick was him being an abusive boyfriend. It was pretty bad. Okay. Well, that's great. Yep. All right. You know and what else? He is... got his head kicked off by Sheamus. You know what else is great? What? Our emails. The emails. The emails. What? What? The emails. DDTWrestling at gmail.com. Oh, we've got four of them. Somebody well, emailed Well, it sort us. of looks like three. What do you mean sort of looks like three? Well, that fourth one looks like it might be for a different show. Well, I think we need to read it, though, because he's talking about how much he enjoyed it. So we got to we got to promote our our latest and greatest well, creation. Starting with the most recent email, then this one comes in from Glenn. Sorry, guys. No question. Just a quick message to say how much I enjoyed DC and Doc Talk, your exclusive show on the NAI network, and I'm looking forward to many more. I might have inserted a few words in there, but um, DC and Doc Talk, it's our show on the NAI network. Check it out every weekend on the NAI network. Um, Won't you, readers? Won't you? Won't you be our bestie? Oh, man. Do, 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 do. I think we've done that before. Or maybe it was on a different show. It was a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and then there was like a screeching halt. I don't remember. I thought That like was a, like your neighborhood old... intro. Oh, there back you go. when that was a show. Yeah, for all like five seconds. You had like eight episodes or something. Hey. Before I, also... I rescued you. Oh, you did. Hey, and yes, if you didn't know that, go check out By the Book this week where I try to talk you into a the greatest WrestleMania main event that will never be. I'm sure you listened. Your silence speaks volumes. You're just basking in the glow that would be Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg versus The Undertaker versus Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns versus The Big Show. I think the ring just collapsed. <laughs> there you go. They'd have to reinforce it. Um... But yes, we, we, we did a great episode. People, a lot of positive feedback for our episode, which was a very meta episode, which was just listening to I us. I didn't see any feedback. Where did you get positive feedback? And why didn't you share it with me? Jason Moltov told me he liked it. I got a couple of other people telling me they've liked it. It's I've retweeted anything they talk about. But <laughs> uh, this week we'll actually, you know, talk about other stuff. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about – I think we should rank the uh, – I think we should rank the Starburst flavors. Because <laughs> I, I hear word that they have entire bags of just strawberry flavored Starburst. That's the only one you need. I disagree. Lemon ones are great. But again, we're getting off. This should be saved for DC. They're all Talk. delicious. No, the cherry ones are kind of crap. Cherries are great. No, they taste too much like cough medicine for my taste. I love the taste of cough medicine. Do you really? Yeah. Do you just down it? Well, how do you think I got this stomach ailment? Ah, overdosed on cough medicine. This one comes in from Che. Hey guys, been a while since I emailed, so just a few random questions for you. What does Shane jump off slash through at Mania? 
If you could invite three wrestlers, past or present, round for some wings and some beers, who would they be and why? If you could pick two guys from Lucha Underground to come to WWE, who would they be? Alternatively, if you could pick two guys to leave WWE to sign for Lucha Underground, who would they be? All the best, Che. Sent from his Samsung Galaxy smartphone. Um, what does Shane jump off or through? I say either nothing or he and AJ wind up climbing some stage structure and jumping off of that. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know what yet, but it'll be something. I wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't a thing. This you mean year. they sort of did it last year? They, they did, did it. The big they did it last and... year, and it can't be that just Shane jumps off of stuff. I know he's done that in the past. He might get thrown through something because I remember uh, Angle belly to bellying him through like a plate glass King of the Ring sign. I might see something like that, where they wind up brawling through some piece of the stage, but I don't know if they climb anything. Yeah, I mean, I could see AJ doing a dive or something, but. I, I don't know off of what. Um, I'm also not necessarily, I know they're heading this way, but I really, again, I really want, just because I, th- you know, it's my, idea, one of the ideas I thought of, I want to see a prom- inter-promotional match where it's AJ versus Samoa Joe. Just let him go all TNA on them. Sure. You know, Shane does not have to wrestle. He already did. He doesn't need to do it again. So uh, three wrestlers round for wings and beers. I'm going to choose Bob Backlund. Because he's the closest locally or because he's out of his flipping mind? Because he has a move called the crossface chicken wing. <laughs> so, Oscar. Bob yes, Oscar Back- too. Oscar's coming. She's going to get all the beer. Oscar's what? Huh? What? No. Oscar, Bob Backlund, and who else did a chicken wing? Um,. I feel like somebody else. I know one of the Ring of Honor, the Ring of Honor TV champion, Marty, the villain, Squirrel. I think his last name is Skurvel. Skurvel. Squarfel. Squirrel. Scar, scar, scarl. 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 I know he does a chicken wing. Do you ever watch Sesame Street? Do you ever see those aliens? No, not not lately. But does you ever see those aliens? Yep, 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 Josh, tell us where you are, Josh. I think that was actually his name. Good memory. I know. Have you ever seen that movie? Thank you. I have. Huh. It was terrifying. Yeah. All right. Anytime I see anyone standing in a corner, it freaks me out. And the woods. I won't even go in them. Why was he facing the wall? Because, man. Did you see Blair Witch 2? Yes. Book of Shadows. I did not see that one. It's no good. Did you see Blair Witch 3? No. The one that was released just last year? Is it better? I didn't see it, but it looked pretty good. Okay. Well, there you go. 
you know, we have a show where we talk about other things. We might need to let the B-movie geek out of his cage every now and then to talk about some of his favorites. If you could pick two guys from Lucha Underground and come to the WWE, who would they be? Um, let's see. Uh, Demac. Mm-hmm. I love Demac. And... Um, Uh, we'll go with Prince Puma because it's going to happen anyways. That's a cop-out answer, but I couldn't think of anybody else outside the box to think of. Yeah, fair enough. Who are your uh, two? I'm going with Sexy Star and um, Matanza. And I don't want him coming as Jeff Cobb. I want him coming as Matanza. I almost picked Pentagon. Pentagon's pretty good, too. Yeah. No, I think Sexy Star would be at home in one of these women's divisions, actually. I think she would I think do right. well there. I think you're um, absolutely right. Um, Marty the Moth, also. He can come. He's a good guy. Okay. What about Joey Ryan? Has Joey Ryan been in the WWE? Not that I am aware of. I think he's too... If if, if WWE ever goes through another Attitude Era, Joey Ryan's a logical choice. Right, but otherwise... But yeah. they're not going to let him do any of the things that he's known for, so why? That's like, that's like pick... the whole thing with the Hardys. If if yeah. you know if the Hardys signed with WWE, you wouldn't see broken Matt Hardy. All of a sudden, he'd be like, I'm cured, and I'm Matt Hardy again. Hi! That's no fun. And if I could pick two guys to leave the WWE to sign for the Underground, it would be uh, Johnny... Morrison and probably Rey Mysterio <laughs> Jr. Okay. Uh, I would go with uh, Jack Swagger because I don't know <laughs> if he's actually gone yet. They keep No, sit- they've denied him his release, apparently. Oh, that's great. Classy. Classy. We're not going to use you, but you can't wrestle anywhere else either. Um, and... Uh, I really should just not think. I should just name somebody. Yeah, that's what I did. Uh, We will go with Roderick Strong. Because I don't think he's going to do anything in NXT. And I don't think he's going to do anything in WWE. And he might as well do something. So. This next one comes in from Danielle Sullivan. Oh, I like this question. Peeps. Yay for Mania season. The question I have has nothing to do with wrestling, more to do with food. Food is great. I also had this question written on a sticky note two weeks ago, and then I lost the sticky note. What makes a salad a salad? Is there anything that you ever have to have on your salads for it to be a salad? There's one obvious main ingredient, but I don't know of anyone who has ever had a salad without lettuce. Okay, back to my lunch break. Salad and sweet tea. Cheers at Danielle Sully, 19. What about a nice taco salad? I have salads without They have no lettuce. All the time. That's not a salad. I had spinach. You just replace the leafy green with another leafy green. It's not lettuce. It's spinach. Spinach, cucumbers, some chicken cutlets. Delicious. That's what I had for lunch today. Uh, I guess that's a technicality. I'll a allow kale it. salad. Okay, but okay, put it this. Okay, how about can you have a salad without a leafy green? Yeah, they have cucumber and tomato salad. I think a salad is a combination of vegetables or fruits, depending on your. You know, it sounds like a vegetable bowl to me. 
But what if you put dressing on it? A vegetable bowl with dip. But then why do we call a fruit salad a fruit salad? A fruit salad has no leafy green. It is a combination of fruit mixed well, that's together. That's why it's a fruit salad. But it's still a salad. It's a different thing. But it's, it's di- but salad. we're defining. It's hyphenated. But we're defining. No, it's not. First of all, no, it's not. And second of all, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> well, we'll get back to that one. And <laughs> and second of all, we have to. Okay, we're looking it up. We're looking it's it up. not okay. Fine. No. Looking it up. I don't care about the hyphen uh. part. I'm just now. I just want to know what the dictionary, what they define as a salad. I like that you look. You type in salad, and rather than giving you the definition, it just sends me to local places where I can buy a salad. I can get some salads. A salad, according to Wikipedia, which, as we all know, is the font of all true knowledge in the world. Oh, I'm yeah, sure a you, very reputable source. <laughs> I'm sure you, as a scientist, agrees. A salad is a dish consisting of a mixture of small pieces of food, which may be mixed with a sauce or salad dressing. Maybe. So, yes, but, but, okay, hold on a second. So, according to that, a bowl of macaroni and cheese is a salad. Well, are those small? The cheese is not a small and piece of food if you no, literally but the macaroni if you're talking about like craft the mini elbows that's a small piece of food yes certainly and... smaller than a leaf of lettuce and it's in a sauce a cheese sauce so macaroni and cheese is a salad you go back to weight watchers dc matthews at dc matthews nai and you tell them that this macaroni and cheese is one point because it is a salad First of all, I have no idea how many points a salad is. First of all, zero, depending on the dressing. First of all, that would be the greatest weight loss program ever if macaroni <laughs> and cheese had zero points. Or one point, even. I would eat it every day. Um, I suppose. I mean, it's actually sort of impossible, isn't it? Because, like, an Atkins diet wouldn't let you have the pasta and then a low carb. No, you can't. You can't unless you're yeah. gonna unless you're literally doing the mac and cheese diet like some people do the cookie diet where you only eat that food. If literally all I ate every day was a single bowl of Kraft macaroni and cheese, I you would, would lose, die. I would lose weight until death, but you would lose weight because calorically it would be reduced. But I suppose you're right in terms of I don't know. It's a mixture of small pieces of food. If you took hot dogs. And I cut up hot dogs and mix them in with the Kraft macaroni and cheese. Now we might be entering salad territory. Okay, so what if I just made hot dogs and beans? Beanie weenies. I mean, uh, the by beans, this, the baked by beans are defini- in some sort of sauce. By this definition, I suppose salads may contain vegetables, fruits, cheese, cooked meats, eggs, grains, and nuts. And while the beans might be legumes, I'm sure they would allow it. So, I'm sure it fits in that space between grains and nuts. Yeah. Well, and you think when you think about it, what is the big difference between potato salad and mac and cheese? Besides, obviously, everything. Um, it's the same kind of thing. It is a starch, which is combined with a thick fat-based binder. I suppose, yeah, you could you could consider that it is noodle well, salad. I'm gonna go tell Mrs. Manson that I want a salad tomorrow. And uh, when she says, okay, how do you want me to make it? I'm going to say, with hot dogs and baked beans. Macaroni salad and mac and cheese. Yeah, I think you could technically call it a salad. I'm going to so, try that on Mrs. Matthews. What kind of salads do you like? Um, as long as we're talking about salads. 
Well, welcome to the DC and Doc Talk part of this show. Although food really, I suppose, has been a topic we've discussed since the beginning of our friendship. Um, I like, I'm not a fan of tomatoes, and I don't like eggs. I love tomatoes. Nope. But I can't have them anymore. Well, that is unfortunate for you. Makes me sad. It's because you've had too much cough medicine. Hmm. But um, I enjoy spinach. I enjoy dark leafy greens, so spinach, kale. I've had mustard greens, but I imagine I might like them. Um, Would you eat kale without dressing? I have. I often uh, refrain from a dressing in lieu of just salt and pepper because it is healthier for you and I can get away with it. I'll, I will replace the dressing with a meat. So like I said, I made chicken cutlets last night and I put cut up pieces of that on my salad. No dressing. Today it was literally just spinach, cucumber, and chicken. If I want to get crazy, I'll put some like raspberries into the salad for a little bit of brightness and acidity, which often you get in a salad dressing. So, am I making you hungry or nauseous? I can't tell. It's one of the two. Both. All right. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't mind salads. Um, so, what about you? Are you They're a ro- fine. Are you a romaine lettuce fan? Yeah. Uh, celery? Yep. Carrots? Yep. Red onion? Or whatever that red cabbage is that is often in, like, the pre-made bags of salad. Sometimes you get the cabbage, but you also get onions. Like, if you go to get uh, salad, say, at the Olive Garden or something, mm-hmm. you're going to have onions in there, as yeah. well as those little hot peppers. Do you eat the, the hot pe- peppers? Oh, well, you probably uh, can't eat the hot peppers anymore, but did you eat the hot used peppers? To. Yeah, used to. Are you... N- are you... Not able to do the jalapeno anymore? Not so much. I'm sorry for you, because spicy food was a staple of the Doc Manson diet for a while. And and now it's just, it's not even, I mean, I miss the spicy stuff, don't get me wrong. But, like, it's just, it's kind of sad how bland everything has to be. Do you do like, pizza without tomato sauce now? It's pretty much the only way I should have pizza. Yeah. Because I often, if yeah. I'm making a homemade pizza, I don't like tomato sauce that much anyways, and I also have some acid problems. So I go with I just love tomato sauce. an olive oil base with my cheese or what have you. So Yeah, I might have to try that. I don't know. It's good. Olive oil and garlic. It seems like I can't have chocolate. I can't have ice cream. I can't have... Even coffee bothers me, and beer, and uh, all the food that makes life worth living. Yeah, pretty much. Which is why we have our emails to make you feel better. Now that we've defined salads for everyone, oh, it's the P. It's the P. It's the P to the A to the V. Hey guys, Renee Young hosting Raw Talk despite Charlie Caruso being in the building. Hmm. As the resident neighborhood brand split police, that is not good. Anywho, I think as long as Raw is three hours, there will always be complaints about overkill. As JBL said on Bring It to the Table in January, there is a huge amount of extra revenue being made from that. My question, if Raw went back to two hours and WWE made up the cost in other areas, such as increasing merchandise sales or network subscriptions, would fans feel differently? USA did not, from what I read, pay extra for SmackDown going live 
And with WWE investing in two new sets this year after the great brand split Lazarus, as well as the costs of tournaments like CWC and the UK, a lot of the costs for that come from big TV deals domestically and overseas. Do you think if fans realized this or even had to pay extra for merchandise of their favorite star, would they still want Raw to go back to two hours? I would always have been a proponent of Raw going back to two hours, but I'm not sure if I would want to pay more for the WWE Network or my Raw and SmackDown logo t-shirts. Where do you guys stand? The Pav. I like this question. I, you know, and I like all of Pav's questions, obviously. But this one I particularly like because, you know... Red- I kind of want to read his name. Like, Noam Dar says, Alicia Fucks. The, I just want to say the puzzle. I think you have to now. Yeah, I think I have That's to. That's what the underscores mean. It means draw it out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Puv, uh, I Puv. I think wrestling fans are going to complain regardless. That's my true answer. So they're going to complain yeah. about it. They're going to. That's what I did for the entire first part of this show. They're going to complain about it being three hours. And then if you dropped it back to two hours and made them tr- pay more, they would complain about that. They would complain about their merchandising being too high. They would complain about this. Or you would get fans who would wind up saying, I missed the third hour. I liked having three hours of wrestling to watch every Monday night. Because I like that Raw is three hours it's, myself. It's not, I just wish it was. It's not the, you know, while the length is a common thing, if the show was written better, yep, we would be saying make SmackDown three hours. If, if. If they said, if, they, if WWE.com put out a survey and they sent it to people and they said, how would you feel about SmackDown as it's currently stated going to three hours? Obviously, you would need a deeper roster, but I don't think there would be any problems with it. I think a whole lot of people would enjoy it, as evidenced by the fact that Talking Smack's a huge show. Yeah. And then you've got yeah, I mean, 205 Live on top of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I just... I mean, to to miss the point of his question for a moment here, um, if Raw went back to two hours and WWE made up the cost in other areas, I, I just don't agree with that premise. The WWE would like to make more money all the time anyways. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, and, and then he goes on to say this thing about USA did not pay extra for SmackDown going live. I don't know that that's true. Um, in quarter two last year, when SmackDown went live, their TV division increased revenues by like 8% without explanation. I wouldn't be surprised if some of that was money, um, from that. So we're talking somewhere in the order of, you know, five to $10 million somewhere. They're not a huge boost, but given that they were touring and recording that show anyways, the fact that they were just started broadcasting it live doesn't really seem like that big of an expenditure, unlike producing an entire extra hour of television. Yeah. You yeah. start you started talking about financial facts and figures and I started thinking about other things, which tends to happen when serious math is being discussed. Um but I you know, I also think again, I know what I was thinking about is my belief that at some point Raw and SmackDown are going to be on WWE Network. That's when the price is going to go up, when it's the only way for you or one of the only ways for you to watch WWE content. You know what I mean? Like the fact that Raw and SmackDown were arguably better than Fastlane 
you know, I don't think they're intentionally making their brand show pay-per-views weak so that people just pay more attention to the weekly shows. But I wouldn't be surprised if we lived in a world at some point where you had Raw and SmackDown, whether it was on cable or on WWE Network, and then you just had six or eight pay-per-views a year rather than this 17 or so. If you're going to have weekly television, use it, which they seem to be doing. So um, I think it's interesting. I don't think it ever goes back to two hours, uh, you know, especially since it's they've said it's not a WWE decision. It's a USA Network decision. I think at some point it may go back to two hours, but if it does, then it's probably that's the point at which. You know, people like to be all doom and gloom about the whole situation. The, riot, the ratings are in the tank and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. If it does go back to two hours, I mean, that'll be step one, obviously. But that's when you have to begin to worry about whether or not the performance on television is good enough anymore. As long as the USA is willing to keep them at three hours, it says that they're probably more than happy enough to have those ratings in that time. Oh yeah. I would say so. All right. Well, thank you to Pav and Danielle and Glenn and Che. And you can join our show too. You can be our bestie. DDT wrestling at gmail.com. It's free. Don't cost a nickel. Just take a few seconds of your time. Send us a question. Send us a topic. Send us something for DC and doc talk. If you have a non wrestling question, if there's just something you want to know our opinions on, or you want to hear us banty about, or bandy about, not banty, banter, bandy, for a few minutes, uh, that's where to go, ddtwrestling at gmail.com. If you want to start paying Doc to make your logos, he can do that. He's available, at Doc Manson. That's me. Uh, what's your piece of positivity to take you through the week? Uh, that killer logo that you created in MS Paint and posted on Twitter this week. Thanks. It was great. It was real good. I was proud of you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. I was like, oh man, I should just do this for all of my tweets that are longer than 140 characters. And then if I, then I can at people and tag them in it. And oh man, yeah. I think my real piece of positivity this week would be an article that was on WWE.com. All right, uh, this was posted after SmackDown this week, and it stated that after SmackDown went off the air, uh, Dean Ambrose returned to the arena in the ambulance. He pulled himself out of it, limping, coughing up blood, demanding that Baron Corbin come and fight him. And I just, I don't know, something about that, I wish that had been on television. I, I do too. The It was interesting, you know, I, I it was good that Baron Corbin got his moment in the sun to shine, even if he needed a forklift to stop someone smaller than him. But at the same time, uh, I do miss that Dean Ambrose. You think we're building towards an asylum match, an Ambrose asylum match? I think we're building to either an Ambrose asylum match or some sort of street fight. I think we're going to get the match Ambrose wanted to have with Brock Lesnar last year, but couldn't. That's what I think we're going to get. And I think think it's going to be great. Can I point out? Don't think I had that written down. Nope, not written down. So that's another match. Um, 
14. 14 segments, people. My piece of positivity uh, is the WWE debut of the greatest man who ever lived, Austin Aries, who had a lackluster NXT run and whom on Raw... With that interview, and then the I have a question, it's more of a statement, and then punched him in the face with the microphone. Uh, it was great. I'm a fan of Austin Aries. This is what the cruiserweight division needs. They need a feud of people that they've heard of before, as much as we love Gentleman Jack Gallagher, uh, and he gave us a great match at Fastlane. Um, I think Aries versus Neville is, is going to help put them on the map. Austin Aries had a match on 205 Live, if you did not know. He wrestled Tony Nese. Uh, I saw it. Okay. Sometimes you don't watch 205 Live. I did. So. I watched it last night because there was a replay of it on after NXT, which I also watched. I am behind on NXT. I need to watch. I want to watch Cassius. Oh, no. Oh, no. Taking on Bobby Roode, and then I heard there was other stuff, and an Alistair Black promo, and so. Hmm. So yes. I like Asuka. I know you do. Hmm. I know you do. What do you think of Asuka Ember Moon? We can talk about this stuff now on on DDT Wrestling since we're not doing the Wednesday night wrap up anymore. I should I, now I have to start watching all these shows before. They've suddenly, from what I can tell, been pushing Ember Moon to the moon. I and. I, I just – I don't feel like it's earned mm-hmm. at this point. They spent so much time with her languishing, doing Nothing. not much. It just feels forced. When is she – is her WrestleMania entrance going to be in a, in a full space suit? Because I've noticed she's now making space puns. Is she? I believe her finisher is called the Eclipse. Maybe it's been that the entire time and I didn't know it. Mm. But she said something about – Did you know that she is also undefeated? Um. Uh, no, but I also have only seen her wrestle maybe like five times and only one of those. I didn't know that, but the announcer said it a bunch of times. Well. So they're building a streak versus streak match for take. Hey, that's great. One of them has wrestled for two years and defeated uh, pretty much any top challenger she can. Uh, one of them has wrestled a lot of six-man or six-person tag team matches teaming with Liv Morgan. Let's call them equal. Great idea. Yeah, exactly. But I think that's going to be a fantastic match. Um, But again, I just feel like it's a little unearned. I think, yeah. But I'm excited for Austin Aries. And I am excited whether or not we like what's on paper for WrestleMania. It's going to be a very good weekend of wrestling. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think people always complain about wrestling fans who complain. And as one of those complainers... I just want to say, I love it all. Like, I'm not, like, going to stop watching. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I, I still very much appreciate what's happening. I, I, If I really hated it, I don't think I would watch. No, I think the reason that some people complain is that they wish it could be better. And they want it. They want very badly for it to be this ideal thing and when it's not they are disappointed if you and again you just said it if you didn't care so much you wouldn't watch and you'd and be yeah. like they and there are some people who get there are some people who get so disappointed that they give up but that's like totally not where i'm coming from no like i just i see lots of area where they could have stronger writing but you know 
It's a mass market TV show. Yeah. What do you want? I I want you to be happy, Doc Man. So that's what I want. I want you to be happy, and I want you to tell us if you have anything left to say before we head out into that good night. You know that I never do. Well, until we meet again for DC and Doc Talk, uh, I am DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. He is the great Doc Manson. At I Doc like Manson. the sound of that. Uh, did you even consider for a second when somebody said you should have been Doc Vader? Did you consider changing your name? No, no. I thought that was a little too on the nose, but I appreciate the sentiment. Well, I. Uh, he is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. No, 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 no. The... I am the great Doc Manson. By your own words, say it again. He is the great, the all-powerful, Ooh. the master of the Doc side. Ooh. Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am the guy who wasted five minutes of your time with a song about wrestling. <laughs> DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. And until we meet again, my friends, we will see you around the neighborhood.